Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Any big stories out there on a Monday? Is it kind of a slow day? Huh? Any really, really, really big stories? The lead you just heard there from ABC was this power outage in North Carolina where some jerk or jerks uh, used a couple of used some weapons, some guns to to shoot the power grid or shoot the uh, uh, the transformers to take the power out for some sixty thousand people. It was a lead story. Um, unless you're look, unless you're unless you're watching Fox or you're listening to us here at KTSA. Uh, and I mean Trey, Jack, myself. Wow, you're really not going to hear much about this Elon Musk thing, are you? Um, if you're paying attention, and most of you are, you, you already know that uh, Friday night, Elon uh, dumped a bunch of uh, internal uh, communications from Twitter to uh, journalist Matt Taibbi. Who then uh, published those uh, those uh, what are now called the Twitter files, and uh, it's it's pretty damning stuff. Uh, yeah, which is interesting because I, I I was looking around on this on Friday night and I, I saw the Washington Examiner story, and even they were like, ah, nothing to see here, no big deal, no big deal. Um, but we, what we have here, let me see if I can, if I can just kind of run through this real, real quick, uh, because again, by this time, most of you who are paying attention pretty much know what, what, what's taking place here in that essentially you have, uh, a, a rabble, uh, of folks within the FBI who, uh, went to the FISA courts and lied about, Russian collusion with Donald Trump so they could spy on Donald Trump. They, they have already forged a relationship, as we now know, voluntarily with Facebook and also very deeply with Twitter. In that uh, folks within the FBI were pretty much able, and, these, and as Trey pointed out earlier, these were a lot of the guys who, who were in the DOJ prior and then moved over to the FBI. They're, they're political creatures, political operatives, basically, like James Comey. And the rest of them. And uh, they uh, are then spying on on Donald Trump, and they're spying on Rudy Giuliani, and that's when they first start hearing about this Hunter Biden laptop that this guy in Delaware has. And there's a whole bunch of stuff, as you know by now, there's a whole bunch of stuff on that laptop about business dealings between Hunter, uh, Joe Biden's brother, and Joe Biden. And uh, they find out by spying, by listening to uh, spying in on uh, on on Rudy Giuliani, who at that point was Trump's lawyer, this the, the cloud thing where you drop different stuff, you know, his stories or what have you, and, and or you know, conversations. I guess I don't know much. I'm not a technically minded guy, so a lot of this stuff is new to me. To be honest with you, I don't have a cloud, <laughs> and if I do, I don't know that I have it. But they find out about this uh, New York Post story. It's about to be published, I think, a week out, 
uh, on uh, on this laptop and what uh, allegedly is on it. And so they go to Twitter. First, they go they they went to Facebook. We know that they go to Twitter. And they say, "Hey, uh, this is Russian disinformation. Uh, this is the, this is the Ru- the Ruskies trying to mess with our with our election system. Uh, you need to do something about the story and make sure the uh, people who link the story that either get them off there or you know what have you just make this thing go away, which is exactly what they do at Twitter. And at least in the first few stages, we're aware that CEO Jack Dorsey apparently was unaware, but at some point he was." And the folks who are talking to Twitter about uh, this New York Post story and are talking about Russian disinformation are lying. They, they know it's not that. They're doing it to protect the guy they want to be president. Now think about this for a second. <laughs> you, now, in all fairness, and this has been pointed out uh, by a couple of, by, you know, several different people, I'm, I'm looking at a Breitbart story right now, and that that both sides were were trying to get stuff uh, you know pulled from social media or put on the back burner where nobody would see it including trump folks but nothing to the extent as what we're seeing with folks from within the FBI and this laptop story i mean it's it's scary stuff it it really is creepy this is this is real third world stuff man this is pure fascism right in front of you. And, uh, you know, in other words, uh, y- your government, by what we're seeing here, uh, meddled with an election that we now know as far as polls that have been taken that had people known about these business deals and all this stuff that was on this laptop. And we ain't talking about the chicks and the crack cocaine we're talking about the business dealings that had they known about this that their support for joe biden might have been different um in other words the implication here is that your government while saying uh trump was colluding with the russians which they knew was not true we're trying to affect the outcome of the election, which apparently they did. They did. Uh, and Elon dumped all this stuff on Friday via this journalist. And I, I, I would submit to you, you're, you're, you're probably. I, I don't, I don't watch the Sunday shows anymore. I, I, I sleep my lazy ass in on Sunday mornings. I'll be honest with you. I don't roll out of bed till about noon. So a lot of the mor- the Sunday shows I don't watch. Plus, a lot of them are just freaking pointless. To be honest with you. But Trey monitors his stuff, uh, and he was saying this on Where and Rima that there was nothing about this on the Sunday shows. Nothing. As far as we know, only one Democrat was was concerned. Who was, I guess, in the loop on this thing was concerned, and that was Ro Khanna out of California. And was concerned about Twitter uh, undermining the freedom to publish and the freedom uh, undermining free speech, basically. Uh, and it brought this to the attention of this uh, this uh, this guy uh, at Twitter, who's kind of at the heart of this thing. This Vijaya Vijaya uh, Gaddy, 
who is the head of trust and safety, if I'm saying his name correctly, and I don't really care if I'm not. He's the guy running the 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 you know the censor stuff basically, and 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 what they're doing, what they were doing, not only with this New York Post story, but with just people they didn't like, people who are conservatives. Uh, well, actually, let me let me back up. Let me. I'm just trying to make sure I get all this information out at the beginning of the show here, so we can then talk about it. They were also apparently using tools uh, interior to Twitter that are meant to root out people who are passing kitty porn through direct messages. So when people were not allowed to share the New York Post story on Twitter and they would send it, they would DM it to somebody else, it would flag it uh, in much the same way they would flag kitty porn and the message wouldn't be allowed to go through. I mean, it's creepy stuff. It's really, really shocking. No. <laughs> Am I shocked by this? No, I'm not. I, I'm shocked maybe to the extent that this was going on. But how are you feeling about this? 210-599-5555. Uh, Elon's already uh, kind of said, you know, I, I, I feel like my life might be in danger or I could be assassinated. Yeah, watch your back, buddy. You just pissed off a whole bunch of powerful people. And you're really, and you know what? And, and and here's the thing, and this is the depressing part. And Trey and I were t- again, we were talking about this earlier. A lot of Americans aren't going to hear about this. A lot of people who 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 whose only source of information would be uh, the networks or MSNB puke or CNN or whatever or whatever website for whatever major city paper you want to uh, put your thumb on, aren't going to hear about this story at all. And I'm already seeing responses. If you look at the Twitter files on, uh, you know, I, I looked at it on Breitbart, there's, you know, Fox has them, and you, you look at some of the responses from people from just over the weekend, liberals, it's like, well, he's just, you know, he, he's, he's a white supremacist. Well, if it comes from Elon, it must be a lie. <laughs> I mean, wow. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Happy Monday. Uh, I'm Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I'm going to call up and uh, give your responses to the uh, the Elon Musk Twitter dump. That just sounds wrong, doesn't it? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I know it seems like a big story, but hey, some people still haven't gotten Taylor Swift tickets, okay? Some people are going to court, man, because they haven't gotten their... Don and James, did you guys get your Taylor Swift tickets? Are you going to hang It's... It's another huge story, man. It's so huge. I turned, People are suing. I turned down an offer to meet Taylor once. Did you really? Yeah. You have to take your shoes off to go on a tour bus. You have to take your shoes off. Yeah, and I just wasn't in the mood to take my shoes off. You got to take your shoes off. Uh, yeah, I listened to her when my kid was nine. Uh, my my daughter's now twenty one. So. <laughs> Really, even followed it that closely. Also, the Pope is asking 
that you that you give him good vibes, man. Send him some good vibes. He's in French. He's in France talking to French people. <laughs> he's in French. He's eating fries. No, he's he was in France talking to some French people. And boy, do they talk funny. And he's there, and he's hanging out, and he's talking about war, and uh, you know, he's letting us know that war is awful, you know, and uh, which is, I'm, I'm glad he's out there letting people know. And uh, he says, "I ask you not to forget to pray for me. And if someone does not pray because he does not know how or cannot, at least send me some good vibes. <laughs> I need some good vibes for this work." So come on, man, just chill out and send the Pope some, send the Pope some good vibes, man. He wrapped up the mass in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. YOLO! YOLO, man! <laughs> Need some good vibes, man, in between bong heads, right? That's right, I just said it. He's the hippie Pope, man. Send him good vibes. Trent Howard, we're in, we're in Scripture is the good vibes, you know, section. Is that, in, is that in Proverbs? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. That was good. <laughs> that was good. If I was Axel Rose, I'd throw the mic at this point. That was in Deuteronomy. And the Lord came forth and said to the multitudes, send some good vibes out there, peeps. Come on, YOLO, man. Keep it chill. <laughs> He just—he's one of those guys that I don't, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm. My wife's pure Catholic. I, you know, I'm sort of Catholic. You know, I'm not. Re- I, I'm kind of Catholic. I'm, I'm Catholic. E. I'm Catholic esque. Catholic adjacent. I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic adjacent. I'm working my way through all the denominations. I've been everything. I've been a Methodist. I've been an Episcopalian. Uh, I was Hindu for about six months in college. Married to a Catholic, so now I'm Catholic E. And so, you know, I, I don't have the same relationship with the idea of the Pope that that, you know, the Catholic faith true Catholics do. Uh but he seems like one of those guys that's just trying so hard to be cool. You know, you ever run into somebody who just tries he's just trying so Don Morgan's sitting there going, Yeah, you um, but just try so hard to be cool, you know what I mean? And it just isn't working for him. Okay, you need you need some good vibes. You need to send me some good vibes. Did I upset somebody? Somebody already called up and they're upset by me? No, they asked me to play the Beach Boys Good Vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just imagine in your mind, like the Pope, you know, just jamming out, you know, yeah, dude. Ah, war, man. It's, it's so uncool. It's war so uncool. So much bad stuff happens. Really uncool. Not cool at all, man. And it's really hard poping. Let me tell you something. It's hard poping, man. Because you know what? You pope seven days a week. All right, so send me some good vibes. Help me. Help help a pope out here. <laughs> send me some good vibes, man. So we got that going on. Also, I just want to mention, because uh, tomorrow night's the night. Uh, it's wrapping with Jack. And uh, haven't had the event in a couple of years because of the COVIDs. 
And uh, it's going on tomorrow uh, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Blue Bonnet Palace in Selma. And uh, you can just bring a gift with you or bring a bunch of gifts with you tomorrow and wrap them right there. Uh, you can still donate financially uh, via the website. Just go to the website, ktsa.com. But I'm going to be rolling out there, hopefully with my wife, and uh, going to wrap some presents. It's it, For me, and, you know, and, and I think Jack said this on, we talked to him on Friday. I think it was Thursday or Friday. That he's been, 24 years he's been doing this. I believe it's 24 years. And for a lot of us here in San Antonio, the beginning of the of the Christmas season, really, wrapping uh, with Jack is a huge part of that. And I used to say for years, God, it's been years, hasn't it? That anything Christmas in San Antonio until you hear Ken Slavin start singing Christmas songs. Once Ken Slavin starts singing Christmas songs, then it's Christmas time in San Antonio, and Ken's going to be there with his band. Again, uh, come on out from 6 to 8 p.m. at the uh, Blue Bonnet Palace in Selma. Uh, I'll be hanging out. Jack's going to be there, obviously. And it's just, uh, it's it's uh, do some good. You know, make sure some folks have something to open, have a present there waiting for them on Christmas morning. And you can do that again by checking out the website, ktsa.com. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's Sean. Hi. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, one of the other aspects of this whole uh, Elon Musk Twitter thing is it Trump, some of you are going to hate my stinking guts for saying this, because we, we've, we've been critical of Trump over the past few weeks. And every time I get critical of Trump, there's always going to be a certain amount of people who, who say I'm a Judas and I'm, you know, I was actually called a Judas a few weeks ago. Um, but his reaction to the Twitter dump, and this is, this. there's two things that's funny about this. First off, I, I was looking it up on the, the New York Times, which was my first mistake. And uh, Maggie Astor uh, says this, inaccurately describing the contents of a just-released report about Twitter's moderation decisions <laughs> during the 2020... Oh, is that what they were? Moderation decisions. Oh, okay. Mr. Trump again demanded that the 2020 election be overturned or, or, or rerun, uh, and uh, he tweeted on Saturday, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Put that on truth social. Um, you know, I trade I didn't end up talking about this on the air, but we were talking about it off the air, and that there comes a point where this dude, Trump just needs to s- stop talking, man. And I know that upsets a lot of people uh, who, who, who and I look, I'm right there with you. I think they, they screwed at the election. Obviously, they uh, were capable of doing it. They did it in 2016. They did it in 2020. Doesn't mean you suspend the Constitution. Just means you hold people accountable who aren't following it. Um, but Trump is just kind of coming off. Bizarre. I mean, he's just, uh, uh, you know, I, I, he, he's not tracking well in the numbers. He's now behind DeSantis. I think he's even behind Biden. 
And uh, I, he just doesn't seem to be handling any of this very well. And I'm going all the way back to, you know, the, the weekend before the midterms when it was Ron Sanctimonious or De Sanctimonious or whatever the hell. And, uh, and then he did his big announcement of an announcement uh, the night before the midterms. And uh, and now we're seeing this, and it just seems like he he just needs to maybe just stop for a while. DeSantis is is looking better and better and better, and I know some people think that he's somehow a tool of the Democrats, or so I I, I don't believe that for a, for a, for a second. But uh, I just think Trump's coming off as kind of weird, <laughs> right? Not, not that he's a non-weird guy, right? In in normal times, uh, but he, 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 sometimes the dude just needs to learn to be quiet and let things happen. Because the Twitter thing, yeah, it's huge. Unfortunately, because he's out there saying things like we need to suspend the Constitution. What uh, the so-called journalists of this country are doing is they're focusing on that. They're focusing, you, you can find a crapload of stories across the media spectrum on what Trump said about the Constitution over the weekend. You, 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 you won't find any, you're, you're, you're going to have to really look for the Twitter thing with Elon, unless again, like you're looking at Breitbart, you're looking at Fox, you're looking at Daily Wire. So, in a sense, he, he just sort of handed them a distraction. And, and uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I, again, I think sometimes a dude needs to learn to just maybe just take it easy, man. I'm trying to send him some good vibes, man. Just like take it easy. You know, in the words of the dude, just take it easy, man. <laughs> you know, just take it easy. So... If you think I'm horrible for saying that, 210-599-5555, uh, We're going to take a little break here momentarily. And I, I, I want to talk about something very, very serious here when we get back. Uh, the story uh, about the grandfather of Athena Strand, who was the little girl uh, who was abducted and uh, and murdered last week. Uh, and it's just, it, 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 it's an amazing story and, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll deal with that when we get back. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's Sean. Hi. How you doing? How's your Monday going? Um, this story is just, oh, man. It's almost beyond comprehension. Um, and I, I got this from Ken's 5 earlier, and uh, I heard Trey talking about it as well on, on the 550 KTSA Morning News. Uh, I'm sure by now you know the, the name Athena Strand, a seven-year-old girl uh, who, who was abducted and murdered by uh, Tanner Horner, uh, who was 31 years of age. And uh, it's, it's just, a, it, it, it's, again, one of those crimes, it's beyond comprehension. 
What's perhaps even more beyond comprehension is the reaction of Athena's grandfather, Mark Strand, who uh, posted on Facebook about uh, his thoughts on this crime. And let me just read you some of this. Uh, this flesh, this man that I am, that I'm angry with, and I want five minutes alone in a cell with the psycho that took our Athena away from us. But there's a soft, gentle. Uh, this this gets me. There's a soft, gentle voice in the back of my head telling me I need to forgive him. There's not one ounce of my flesh that wants to do this or say this, but my spirit has heard God's voice. And right now, while tears flood my eyes, I declare publicly that I forgive this man. Hate will not win. You know, you, you as as far as the Christian ethic, in my opinion, well, that's it right there. That's that's it. That's what it's all about. Uh, I've held grudges for years. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not laughing at this situation, but I, I've people have upset me uh, for for whatever reason, you know, or I felt they upset me, and I I carried that around for a lot of years. You know, we we, we sometimes we, we you know somebody cuts us off in traffic, and and we probably are are hard pressed to find a molecule of forgiveness. And this gentleman has the Christian faith to forgive the man who abducted and murdered his seven-year-old granddaughter. Um, we talk a lot on this show and also on Where It Rhyme about you know where we are right now on planet Earth, and uh, you know this is uh, these are strange, damn times. I mean, they really are. There's a lot of darkness. Going on, you know, uh, saw the video over the weekend of some guy that just walks up in New York City uh, behind somebody else, pulls a baseball bat out and just slams him upside the head for no reason. It had nothing to do with him, didn't know him. Uh, there's a lot of violence and crime and corruption and, and self-obsession. I, I we're you, you look at social media, social media has been a huge topic this weekend, obviously, and I think social media to a certain extent itself has kind of rewired our brains to 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 be concerned about ourselves more than more than anything else and to think about ourselves before we think about anything else there's sort of an inherent self-obsession or self-absorption in this brave new world of social media not so brave and we, you know we forget maybe or maybe I maybe I'll just talk about myself maybe I've forgotten you know that at the heart of what I claim to be my faith and do so on a daily basis is this. Is is this right here. The ability to forgive somebody of 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 such a, a monstrous crime that again is is hard to even fathom the depths of evil and disconnect required to commit such an act. 
and certainly someone that most of us would say is not deserving of any ounce of forgiveness whatsoever. But that's not really what Jesus taught, was it? Jesus forgave the people who were who were murdering him. Jesus forgave the people who were torturing him to death. Well, they hung there on the cross. And again, many of us, myself included, will hold grudges for years or over nothing. So I, you know, I I just wanted to bring this story to your attention because it's just it's an amazing thing. Uh, because not forgiving people or not holding forgiveness in your heart. I'm not saying I'm any good at this. I'm just saying that I know that it's true. Uh, Forgiveness is freedom. Forgiveness is freeing for the person who forgives. It frees you of the weight of, of, of the actions or the perceived actions or, in this case, the actual monstrous actions of, of someone else. And at the heart of the Christian faith, in my opinion, uh, is, is the, the ability to forgive or, or the charge, rather, the charge to forgive at, at any level. If we ourselves expect to be forgiven for whatever sins we've committed, then we have to really be able to afford that to other people, even in the face of such a monstrous crime. So I just want to bring that to your attention. It's, just a, it's an amazing story. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, now, on the other side of things, when we get back, uh, there's a few other stories that I want to hit. We'll, we'll cycle back around to the Twitter dump and, and see if you have any thoughts on that. Kind of leaving the phone lines open. If you have any thoughts on uh, on what we found out over the weekend from Elon Musk, who now has already said that he's kind of you know in fear for his life or, or fears he could be assassinated, <laughs> I don't think it's an unfounded fear. And I got to talk about James Woods a little bit too in Hollywood. We found out some stuff there too. It's Sean on News Talk Five Fifty KTSa. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Um, phone lines are open to uh, 210-599-5555, Um, One of the other uh, aspects of this Elon Musk thing was... Uh, I mean, beyond trying to cover up this or or make disappear this this Hunter Biden laptop story was the idea that the FBI uh, meets on a regular basis or interacts with Twitter and people they don't like or people they think who are conservatives, you know, just uh, kind of go away on Twitter. Uh, and, and one of those people is, is James Woods, who was on the, the Tucker Carlson show on Friday night. I didn't see the interview, but I've, I've seen highlights. And James Woods was, at one point, and dude was everywhere. Now, he, he was never, he, he's won a lot of awards. I mean, uh, I think he's he's a Golden Globe winner. Uh, I think he's, he's Oscar nominated, uh, two Oscar nominations two primetime Emmy Awards, a Golden Globe. 
And at one point, now he was never actually the, the main guy on most of the movies he was in. He was almost kind of a character actor. But you, you've known a lot of his stuff that he's done. He was in Casino. He was in uh, Once Upon a Time in America, which has actually been on cable the, the past few weeks. And I've sat and watched that a few times through. What a great flick from uh, oh uh, Sergio Leone. Uh, he did uh, the Clint Eastwood movie True Crime. Uh, he, he's, he, if you're old enough, you, you remember when James Woods was everywhere. Kind of a weird-looking dude. Sometimes, uh, most times, he ended up playing kind of the bad guy or the heavy. Uh, but still, just a, a, a very, very, very good actor. Uh, he was in Contact, I believe. That was one of my favorite movies. And he, he's a conservative guy. And he went on Tucker, and it, it came out. You know, one of the things that he said is that, uh, you know, they've been trying to make me, they've been trying to disappear me for six years. He says he, he he can't get any work. His career has been destroyed. And uh, we we know about this stuff because uh, in this Twitter dump from Elon, the DNC, uh, it's revealed that the DNC was uh, putting the pressure on Twitter to, to because of James Woods and the things he was posting. <laughs> he has a great line. I guess he's used this before. I, I don't... I'm not on Twitter. I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not on Twitter, but I, 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 don't, I don't follow him on Twitter. But he said, scratch a liberal and you'll find a fascist every time. <laughs> uh, and he said, there's a blacklist in Hollywood. He said, you know, the, the directors, when, they're, when casting directors, when they're getting ready to figure out, you know, if they're even going to watch you audition or if they're going to consider you, consider you for a movie, uh, according to James Woods, they'll they'll go on social media and see who you follow. M- merely who you, not what you post, but just what you follow. Now, I know it's a Hollywood community, and it's not you know, it's not ordinary peopleville, if you will. But uh, this this is probably going on on much uh, many different levels across the board. But he says in Hollywood, it's horrible. That if you espouse or even follow somebody who is a conservative, now I know this is probably not shocking to a lot of you, but if you even follow somebody, they they're not going to put you in the movie. They're not, they're, you're not going to get the gig. And so James Wood Woods, he's not sitting down, man. He's like he's going to sue the DNC. <laughs> he's going to sue the Democratic National Committee for ordering Twitter to remove his tweets. Uh, and he said, you know, we could make it a class action suit because they more than likely have done this to a whole bunch of other people. Well, we know they've done this to a whole bunch of other people. And, uh, you know, it's time to stop laying down on this stuff. So good on him, man. Good on And Tucker got him on, apparently. My wife saw the interview. I didn't see the interview. But apparently Tucker had him on, like, real quick after this dumb thing happened. Like immediately, I guess he'd been. Trace said he'd been trying to get a hold of him all day. He was at a gun range or something. He was at a gun range. <laughs> well, of course he was. Of course he was at a gun range. He's a conservative dude, man. He was shooting. <laughs> but you know, I mean, in in all seriousness, it it really kind of sucks because uh, look. Here's one thing I've said for a long, long time. Okay, because he's right. Scratch a liberal, and you'll find a fascist every time. 
uh, I, I've the the left are supposed to be the 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 people of the arts, right? You know, they're, they're not only the uh, the uh, the the people of science or the party of science, but you know, they're they're the people of the arts. Uh, most artists I've known all the years, I'm artsy fartsy, so I've known a lot of folks, whether they were writers or they were painters or musicians or what have you. And most of them were, in fact, liberals or at least espoused to be liberals. And yet that's the one side of things that if, man, if they don't like what you say, they will shut you down in a heartbeat. I've never understood it. I've never understood people who espouse artistic values and sensibilities being the first people ready to censor your ass if they don't like where you're going politically or if you're saying too much religious stuff or what have you. The one thing that an artist needs more than anything else, I don't care what your medium is, the one thing an artist needs more than anything else is freedom, intellectual freedom. And yet the people who claim to be big supporters of the arts, man, they will they will shut your ass down immediately if they don't like what you're saying. Here's Joshua. Joshua, how you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. <clears throat> Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I actually love what James Woods is doing, and anyone who can get into it should do it. I also think that with proof, if there's proof out there that they actually were basically tampering with the election, that's federal stuff going on that they should be Oh yeah, you know the the previous owners. They should be going uh, taking to court for that too. Oh, absolutely. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> this is the federal government interfering in an election. Exactly. We, so we don't. Need, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, they just they need all those people at Twitter need to be brought up on charges, and it needs to be brought out into the well, mainstream so everyone knows what they were doing. We need to get the rats out of the FBI and the DOJ too. That too, we need yeah. a purge, man. I appreciate the call, man, because our government right now is stupid with these people. 210-599-5555. You know, th- this is no little thing. Unfortunately, as far as the elite media, as I call them, okay, they they they're complicit. And they're going to try to get as far away from this crap as humanly possible as soon as possible. And you know it, man. They're not. They, there was no coverage of the, coverage of this over the weekend. Apparently, I don't watch. I don't watch a lot of news on the weekend, to be honest with you, so I can keep my sanity. But I, you know, apparently there was. Uh, you know, from the standard folks, there's not a whole lot of. You're not hearing about it on ABC, CBS, NBC. Is this Gennaro? Gennaro, how are you, man? My brother, man. <laughs> how you doing, brother? I, I'm doing great, bro. How are you? Not too bad. What's what's on your brain there? Okay. What's going on right now, man? Uh, check this out. I went to a bookstore yesterday, and I bought a book that I read 30 years ago. And it's by a woman called Nian Ching. And it, the book is called Life and Death in Shanghai. And the thing is... Uh, during the Cultural Revolution, when the Cultural Revolution started in July 1967 in China, the young generals of the Red Republic, man, they tore everything cultural. You could not have beautiful paintings. You mm. could not have nothing. And they imprisoned the intellectuals. Right. And they gave the, the, the communists gave power to the young people. 
and you'd squeal on your own mom, man, if you could become a captain or something. And that is what's happening now with all this crap, dude. Um, looking up what you look up, hey, man, that's cause for blackmail, man. And this is this is setting up, man, for a a big bring down, brother. I look, it's 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 bad. I agree. It this is bad it stuff. Is. And, and the thing is, man, the thing is, man, uh, a lot of these young people don't know this. No, stuff, they don't. Man. I hate to say it, but and, they don't. And, and, and you know what? And, and you know what? Eventually, I'm, I'm going to say, man, in 60 years, dude, the United States, it's not if we don't if we don't keep on our toes, the United States, it's not going to be the United States anymore. And it's going to bite just whoever every, every person just, that voted for Biden, dude, it, it, it's right. biting them in the ass. Well, yeah, well, that's a good point. I got to run, Janeiro, but I, it's always a pleasure, man. Thanks for calling, brother. Love you, bro. <laughs> Love you, bro, man. Yeah, it, look, if you think. In the America that the people who are, are involved in this Twitter thing and covering up the laptop thing uh, eventually are going to give a crap that you vote Democrat or not, you're out of your mind. We like to put that out there as much as possible, too. Oh, and 60 years, dude, six months, six y- one year. <laughs> Man. 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Second break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Hey, it's Jack Riccardi. The raffle with Jack Finale is Tuesday night at Blue Bonnet Palace in Selma starting at 6. Visit KTSA.com for the details, and I will see you there. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Yeah, I'm Sean. Hi. Um, first off, you know, hi, it's, it's Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. And, uh, I, I spent the whole weekend uh, looking at these, what is this damn self portrait thing that everybody's been doing? Have you seen that on Facebook where everybody's like cartooning themselves? Yeah. I don't do any it's, it's, of those. Well, it's like no one's ever done that before. Everybody was doing it. Well, not, not a lot of dudes. Seemed to be more of a chick thing, to be yeah. honest with you. But it was all over the place, man. Look at me, I'm cartooned. <laughs> and I, but yet I can't figure out what the damn app is because nobody posts what the damn app is. It's just capturing your image not, and your face. Well, not that I care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cartoon myself. I, I'm. I'm already a cartoon of, of sorts. So I don't know. <laughs> seems like it would be kind of. <laughs> Kind of overkill for me to freaking cartoon myself, man. Little, Look at me. You're a little homeless Muppet. You know, I mean, holy crap. But it was just kind of funny how everybody was doing it. It's, it's. I don't know. And I'm gonna. I was gonna ask this, but with the Twitter thing and, and phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If you're paying attention to this Twitter stuff, is this? Are you are you rethinking your relationship with social media at all? Are you are you thinking about it? I didn't really spend a whole lot of time online over over the weekend. Um, I, I think I think social media has rewired our brains. It's rewired our brains, man. So I I, I hate to say that I, I won't be doing as much of it, but I, I can't stand it when also when people say, "Oh, that's it. I'm done. No more social media for me." Bye, you know, and then they're back like three days later. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that guy. 
<laughs> I don't want to be the guy that's, that makes a big show of, well, I've had it. That's it. The Elon Musk thing pushed me over the edge. No more social media for me. And barely 30 hours passes. You know what I'm saying? And you're back there. Ooh, I just had a nice sandwich. <laughs> had a really cool sandwich. I want to, I would like to see Don Morgan cartoon himself, though, with the, with the app. I think it would be, I think, is he listening? Don Morgan, you should cartoon yourself like everybody is. See what you look like with the, with the cartoon app or the self-portrait app or whatever Well, that's easy enough to do. You just get a picture of Charlie Brown, draw a goatee on it, and there you go. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Pretty much it. See how you are. Big old round bald head. What would happen if you cartooned your naked ass and like put that on fit? You know what I mean? Probably the same thing. I guess it would just be a cartoon version of your of your ass. Yeah. Why is that something you want to do? I've thought about it. You know, not just because everybody's like, look at me, and I got that nineteen pictures of me cartoon. Now, some people, I'll be honest with you, there are some people on 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 social media on Facebook that that really they look good. You know, they're pretty good pictures. All right, but others, it just looks like you. You know what I mean? It doesn't really look like anything any different. So I don't know. I know you can't really do it, but I just had the idea that I'm going to cartoon my ass and see what and put that up and see what happens. You Little, should give it a try. See Winslow. What Winslow would look great in a cartoon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to self-portrait my hernia and post that later on today <laughs> and take like 19 pictures of my freaking hernia. Here's me looking all. Here's my hernia looking all steampunk. Here's my hernia looking like something off a movie poster. Holding a cup of tea. Here's my hernia holding a cup of tea. Hey, you think <laughs> I can't do it? I could put a wet bar in this thing if I wanted to. I bet you could. It's that big, weird. So anyway, I just noticed that everybody was doing the the self portrait app over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, and how's your toxin level, Don and James? You oh. guys, are your toxin levels doing all right? Probably off the new hook tea? at this point. Uh, James Cameron says that testosterone is a toxin. It's an actual toxin. That everyone has that's a male? Yes, and we need to work through it. We need to, uh, let's see. A lot of things I did earlier I wouldn't do career-wise and just risks that you take as a wild testosterone-poisoned young man. Like what? Make the freaking Terminator movies, dude? The last cool stuff you did? Yeah, that movie was awesome. And it was a lot of testosterone in that movie. Do it I... was it was robot testosterone, but it was still testosterone. Do I need to watch a like Titanic over and over? Oh God. Yeah, what happened to your T level, buddy? Uh uh James. He says, I always think of testosterone as a toxin. And you have to slowly work out of your si- Oh shut up, man. That guy, how much how much freaking money did that guy make off the Terminator movies? I don't know. But you know, maybe crap loads. Maybe if Jack's T level was a little higher, he could have sw- swam for help. He could have swam for help, but he wouldn't have had to have drowned. Think about that, James, with your <laughs> naked blue people. <laughs> I have no desire. I took my kid to see a movie last the other weekend when she was here. Right. And they had the trailer for the new Avatar movie, and I threw up in my mouth like nine times. Tall, naked, willowy hippies on whales. There you go. That's what I want to spend nine hours watching. What happened to you, Cameron? (laughs) What happened to you, dude? So he's saying testosterone is toxic, but LSD, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Watch my Avatar movies while you're tripping your your blanks off. Maybe the damn movies will will actually be entertaining. 
I hated the first one. Holy God. I took my daughter to see that when she was like nine. Didn't like it? Well, but she was nine, and she loved it, so I had to pretend like I liked it. It's big and colorful, I'm sure. It's big and colorful, but that's a lot of... child would enjoy that. It's four hours of liberal crap, you know, is really what it is. Liberal crap with big, willowy, blue people. That's what it is. Could have used a little testosterone in that movie, man. Just a smidge. Oh, and now there's a new one, The Way of Water. <laughs> the blue people are riding dolphins now. That's good. That's great. No, thank you. I think I'll go see Cocaine Bear instead. <laughs> I think I'll make a cultural right. choice instead of seeing cocaine Avatar, bear. The Way of Stinking Water. Okay, I think I'll go see Cocaine Bear. That looks like it's got more artistic value to it. Just putting it out there. And it's funny on purpose. And it's funny on purpose. Because, man, I'm watching the trailer for Avatar The Way of Water. Whew. And, yeah, it's it's so... And I don't mean this to be homophobic, but it's so gay. And, and I'm and I'm what I mean is by, like, like, like gay is, like, liberal. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can just see it. Oh, this movie is going to be so gay. There's not a masculine character in the entire damn thing. And they're all naked blue people. Naked blue people riding around on whales and dolphins. Talking some contrived, semi-mystical bullcrap that that James Cameron came up with, you know, back in the 60s when he was still tripping on acid. Avatar, the way of water. Oh, boy. Probably going to be nine hours long, too. Probably. And then he says on working with Disney, it's a honeymoon phase. I don't know. We'll see. If the movie doesn't make any money, then maybe the honeymoon's over. Wow. Sounds like I got some T levels going there, buddy. <laughs> so it, testosterone is toxic, right? But you love making money, huh? Yeah, cash is king. Cash is king, but testosterone is toxic. Sit down, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Just sit down. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy stinking Monday to you. It's 1041. And um, this this story is just stupid, man. Oh, crap. You know, can't we just leave the kids alone? Uh, in Chesapeake, Virginia, an elementary school now has to host an after-school Satan club. <laughs> Because that sounds like fun. At the BM... (laughs) Kind of makes me laugh. At BM Williams Primary School in Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, Starting on uh, December 15th, students will be able to uh, meet in the library for the After School Satan Club. That sounds like fun, doesn't it? Especially at Christmas time, and uh, this this happens because, or it did happen because uh, the the school uh, district, uh, you know, ha- can't deny the Satan Club space if they're letting other clubs 
uh, participate or use this space. And so uh, they are. And I, I at first I thought it was a religion thing. That because um, uh, if you're going to allow religious clubs or activities to take place in the, after school or after school hours, then uh, you have to allow for the satanic temple. But it's it's more just about access across the board. It's not specifically about religion because the after school Satan club describes themselves as not being a religion. Well, it's a non-theistic religion, and I'm not sure what the hell that's supposed to mean. Did you get what I just did there? What the hell that's supposed to mean? Doesn't this sound like fun? The Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represents a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Well, if I'm like a 9 or 10-year-old, I want to go to that, man. Mommy, the Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure. Oh, come on, man. After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Instead, the Satanic Temple supports children to think for themselves. Well, why don't you grown-ass adults think for yourself, too? It's like, leave the kids alone, man. <laughs> the flyer for it, the, the permission slip that they're sending out. You should look it up online. It's ridiculous. Hey, kids! Exclamation point. Let's have fun at the at the after school Satan Club. <laughs> it's got like a little cartoon Satan in a in a in a tuxedo or something, with a big stupid SpongeBob smile on his face. Hey, kids, let's have fun at the After School Satan Club. Science and community service projects, puzzles and games, nature activities, arts and crafts, snacks and tons of fun. Oh, and we're also going to sacrifice a virgin on a stone altar. Good God, man. And uh, according to Jared Cotton... Uh, who is the uh, superintendent of Chesapeake Public Schools. Uh, This is a common practice among school districts around the state and nation. Over the years, different religious groups have requested and been allowed to rent. They just said they're not a religious group. Over the years, different religious groups have requested and been allowed to rent our facilities after hours by law. CPS cannot discriminate based on beliefs among groups wishing to raise their This is why people don't like Satanists. <laughs> you know, this is why you Satanists are all just a bunch of jerks, man. You know what I mean? The the happy the the after school Satan club. Hey kids, let's have fun at the after school Satan club. Snacks and tons of fun. It's going to be like Kool-Aid mixed with human blood. Holy crap, man. Sometimes, man, sometimes. 210-599. Hey, would you let your kids go to the after-school Satan Club at their elementary school? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little break. 
It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's 1050. Also, I'll be sitting in for Jack this afternoon from 4 to 7. Uh, so if you want to uh, uh, check that out, coming on, coming back, I'm going to go home and grab a quick nap and come on back and go on here at 4. And then tomorrow is Rapping with Jack. We want to see you there. Uh, it's going on from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Blue Bonnet Palace in Selma. And uh, if you want to bring some presents with you uh, for some needy families, you can just bring them with you and wrap them right there. There'll be free food and, of course, great Christmas music from Ken Slavin. Uh, and you can uh, also donate financially if you'd like uh, on the uh, website, ktsa.com, and all the information is there uh, in the lead-up to tomorrow night's event. In fact, there's a list of all the stuff that we're looking for this year. If you'd like to, if you haven't been able to do it so far, and just pick it up and, and bring it with you tomorrow and wrap that stuff tomorrow at the venue. That'll be cool. Yeah, I think my wife and I are going to try to roll on out there and, and say hi. So that's Rapping with Jack uh, coming up tomorrow night, again, from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Blue Bonnet Palace in Selma. I uh, want to see you there because you know what? It ain't Christmas till Ken Slavin starts singing some Christmas music at Rapping with Jack. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And, of course, when we get back, we'll be, uh, uh, we'll be talking more about uh, Elon Musk and this Twitter dump or Twitter file dump, rather, on Friday. And uh, Fox right now is uh, doing a piece, or doing a segment on left attacks reporter for Twitter file release. You, you couldn't see that one coming, could you? Uh, because that's how he he released uh, these uh, email chains or threads or whatever you want to call them. Uh, was th- was through uh, this reporter, and then oh, um, and and point being that as we watch uh, how what the fallout is uh, through today, again there really wasn't much coverage of it from the standard folks uh, over the weekend, which again is is no surprise. They mostly tried to focus uh, on Donald Trump uh, talking about the Constitution. Well, on Friday night, uh, thanks to this journal, or with along with this journalist Matt Taibbi, uh, released a whole bunch of stuff on uh, how the FBI uh, intervened in Twitter, at Twitter, to basically quash the Hunter Biden laptop story. We're not talking about that was that was getting ready to come out from the New York Post, Post, which they knew about by spying on Rudy Giuliani. Which they were able to do because they lied to the FISA court to get to get warrants to uh, uh, based upon this jive about Russian collusion with the with the Trump campaign. So the whole thing was bullcrap. But your government just basically uh, w- what we're seeing from uh, all these uh, these interactions is that they interfered with the with that election to get their guy in or tried to. Uh, well, actually, no, successful successfully did get their guy in. So uh, for that, for what would have been Donald Trump's second term, so uh, you, you kind of saw it coming that uh, that uh, if the left, uh, the media on the left, if they covered it at all, 
we're either going to try to make it about Donald Trump. And I've actually seen some social media posts from people who have reposted stuff. See, we Donald Trump wants to get rid of the Constitution. We told you he was a fascist. It's like, are you not paying attention? Well, the answer is no. And uh, so we'll we'll have more time later on in the Riccardi program from four to seven to uh, to open up the phone lines and and talk about this stuff. Also, Guns N' Roses. I'm not a huge fan of Guns N' Roses. I like maybe three or four songs by them. That's about it. I liked them a lot more when they first came out because at that point in the late '80s, we were still dealing with all that spandex crap, which I, I really deeply hated. But a couple of stories. Axel Rose, you probably have heard heard about this. He's he, he has this ritual where at the end of a Guns N' Roses concert, he throws his microphone into the crowd so that somebody can you know catch it and keep it as a memento of the show. And he's no longer going to do that because apparently it it hits some chick in the eye. You know, he's been doing it for 30 years, and that's the first person he's injured. So if you're a huge Guns N' Roses fan, well, the days of you waiting to, 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 you know, catch Axl Rose's microphone are over. And also, I guess there's some gun shop in, uh, in Texas uh that uh, Guns N' Roses is going after because they call themselves Guns N' Roses Arms or whatever the hell it is. And Guns yeah James Guns N' Roses is really worried about the income they might lose uh from a small gun shop in in Texas uh operating under their name. I think it's an online gun shop. It's too. not even a real it's not even a brick and mortar. I don't think so. <laughs> Trey was saying, and I agree, that they had to come up with a Guns N' Roses AR or something, you know, and, and sell it at the freaking, through the, the freaking gun shop. They could also just start selling flowers, roses. and then Roses. No, that's what we do. We sell we Guns sell and Roses. Guns and Roses. So if you'd like a, uh, if you'd like a dozen roses with that 44, uh, we, we got it covered. Because <laughs> we're Guns and Roses. Axel Rose looks so st- the older he gets, the, the weirder he looks. He just looks like a he looks like an old woman. He he does. He, oh, he yeah. looks like an old woman. Mm-hmm. Him and Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler and and Axel Rose, both the, the more they age, the more they look like. And I, I've seen this meme. I've seen several memes. <laughs> Have you seen these too? Yes. Where it's that they look like your aunt, or they look like your elderly aunt. The older they get, and it's true, man. Especially Axl Rose, and I never, th- I always thought he was kind of a weird-looking dude. Anyway, you know what I mean? He's kind of a, uh, he's just kind of a, a weird, well, a weird-looking dude, and a fat, older version of him. And I, I'm not, uh, I'm not cracking on fat, older people because I'm, I'm becoming one. All right, it, 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 not, don't get me wrong. But the older he gets, the more like your aunt he looks like. You know, not your aunt specifically, but like someone's aunt. It's weird, man. Also, and we'll and we got about a minute here. We'll get into this a little later on as well. Somebody shot up some transformers in North Carolina, uh, in Moore County, North Carolina, and took out the power for about sixty thousand people. Oddly, this morning when I was driving in, uh, Leon Valley had lost power. Uh, I, I, I assume it's been restored since then. Um, I, I haven't heard anything, but I, I assume it's been restored. 
but uh, you, you kind of hope that this isn't going to be like the new the new new thing to do is to just pull out you know a piece and start shooting at transformers because that's a really that's a strange crime. <laughs> that's, I mean, unless there's I don't know why would environmentalists want to shut down. Power grids. I don't know. We'll talk about it later on the Ricardi Show. I'll be back at four. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.